my God, why do you have Christmas boots? Why are Christmas boots? They're my slippers. <coughs> okay. I got my Christmas boots red multiple. They're adorable. I know. <laughs> that was the first words of our podcast. <laughs> It's already off, Dave. Why are you saying that? I'm, I'm actually considering shirts off. It'll be the shirts off podcast. You know what? You know what? When you're sitting down, it just it all just like still <laughs> mashed potatoes. I think we'd be more comfortable if we're all naked. I'm just, I'm just saying. Just put it out there. Dave is uh, sorry, and comes the shirt. We're just admiring his stomach. Yeah, it's a pretty adequate stomach. <laughs> mashed potatoes. I wouldn't say admiring, <laughs> but it was there. Yeah. Don't don't kick the stand because if you kick the stand, yeah, don't be shaking your legs. Yep. The next topic is art and games, how games are art. That's a big topic. Don't believe that. Next topic. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Vetoed. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking about the veto now. Things are going to be Shut up, okay. <laughs> And um, there was... I actually have to get the image for this. It's much better to get the wording of this right. But Division 2 possibly releasing in March of 2019... The same time as Anthem is confirmed for release. I don't know what either of this Oh, he forgot to put the word Tom Clancy into it. So oh. that's why. Okay, I know that is... Tom <laughs> Clancy's Division 2. Uh, I know Tom Clancy have one of his games. See, there you go. There we go, Rainbow Six. What? It has to be Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Don't think so. Or it's Ashley, so... Yeah, that one, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. PS2. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wire noise. I uh, warned you, Gary. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing that. But... Do you know why like this is coming off? It's because um they have released like EA's released like their fiscal year. Yeah. They've released like their details of shit. Uh wasn't there a big leak on EA that um apparently they're actually doing shit all for Battlefront two now. They're act- they've actually completely abandoned the game. And people are quite upset about that. Really? Is Battlefront the Star Trek the Star Wars one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, ba- <laughs> so basically, they've uh, they've ba- they've basically said, you know, uh, I can't remember. Someone else put up a YouTube video about it, but basically, it's something like they were supposed to be releasing content every month. Yeah. Now they got they got in so much problem with their their microtransactions and how the leveling system was basically. Basically set around the microtransactions. You pay and you win pretty much. You pay and you get more stuff get to level up, so you can level up. The biggest fuck up of uh, 2017 in yeah. many people's eyes. But now that they've completely gotten rid of microtransactions and they have a team of... Now, the, the EA uh, executive came out and said, we have a team of 100 people. But before that, he had said colloquially, he had said, you know, yeah. we've, 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 uh, we've, got, we've got at least a, a handful of people. So jumped up quite a bit. Yeah, so he, he's kind of busting his own balls mm. and, and lying there. But they're supposed to be releasing content every month, which is... The, it's yeah, the, it's the yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the done thing for a, for a new game, especially a game that's multiplayer. So you release content every month. Yeah. But they haven't. They haven't released anything in like the last, what, like five months? Oh, really? And they're supposed to, they, they're, they, they keep saying like it's coming very soon. You know, nothing's come. They've said that for five months. They've really it? like, they've really let their... Um, their fan base down and you know I was I purchased the game and I was willing to actually play the game and I really enjoyed the game when I was playing it I didn't enjoy the fact that I had to literally slave for hours just to play as Django Fett or Boba mm. Fett sorry 
and it was just you know it was ridiculous that you had to spend you actually had to spend over a hundred euro to level up say one character did you spend any money on it no thank god no I didn't spend a, a single euro on it and I'm so glad because when like there is a certain point and it's it's a problem it's a genuine problem there's a certain point where if you're watching these or you're playing these games and you see you have the opportunity just to just to get something extra and you have a bit of money in your bank account eventually people are going to cave yeah. and that's where they're getting people because the only thing EA cares about is releasing another AAA title and having microtransactions in that and you know even if they get even if it turns out absolutely cack once they make some money once they, they make their money on their microtransactions and they won't be doing that for much longer with the way things are going but they take back the they, ha- they have even rescinded that on Shadow of War which when it came out if Battlefront 2 did not come out Shadow of War would have been like the forefront of this microtransaction but the bullshit. funny thing about Battlefront or sorry Shadow of War now I purchased Shadow of War when it was released as well Micro- microtransactions in that game they were kind of irrelevant. Yeah, they don't actually impact the game as much. They, as Star Wars the, basically in, in in Star Wars, it was such a dramatic impact. Like literally, you could you could do twenty percent more damage if you got a certain star card, like a blue star card. Now, very rare, mm. but if you even got one of those in your pack, you'd be hooked. You'd be like, man, okay, I gotta get another one. Maybe I'll get another one. Maybe I'll get one for defense. It was just it wasn't healthy. Shadow of War though, basically you control armies of orcs and you could get a legendary orc in it. And if I'm being honest, like most of the orcs you could get, you could actually get legendary orcs through the game. And they've actually implemented a leveling up system in the game as well. So I think Warner Brothers have really kind of looked after that to some degree. I'm not mm. sure, but they've actually like microtransactions in that game are gone, I think, as well. So yeah. when you say the difference between a regular orc. But they still have they still have loot boxes in that game. So the difference between like a legendary orc and a regular orc is that I'd imagine the legendary orc just has more like status effects. Yeah, so you, you you played Shadow of Mordor, so like they have more immunities, they have better better skills, they do more damage, stuff like that. So the level makes no difference, just that they have like better effects. But that's a single player game, yeah. As well, well, this rel- rel- other people playing relatively a single player game. So you're not paying like a hundred euro to beat someone else. You're paying a hundred euro to feel better about yourself. Yeah, which you know isn't too bad. Do you feel like pay to win will? even go more further like that or are people oh no it's, it is it is this, dying a slow death it, so? it peaked in terms of negativity yeah. because of Battlefront 2 and that is now unfortunately something had to sink before yeah. we could build a better boat mm. and Battlefront 2 was that shit but the that thing sank. is the, the thing is EA have not learned the lesson so I mean you look at new the, where they're making all their money all of their money is in EA Sports yeah and they're making all of their money off FIFA because you get this like dream team so you buy you buy your star cards you buy your cards and you literally you kid out your team yeah. or you with, with good uh, packs good, of cards yeah and like there are actually reaction videos of people getting Ronaldo in their packs mm. and like people yeah. absolutely like KSI I know he does those videos yeah people, people absolutely freaking out that's an addiction like that's that's like you spend like I I I'll wholeheartedly admit you know I play like Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. and in in MMOs, it's kind of it's part of the it's part of the part and parcel that you're gonna have these you know these uh, coins or whatever you call them that are basically currency, real world currency in the game. So you can buy cosmetics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I love cosmetics. I I would spend all day in an MMO just buying cosmetics yeah. and standing around there looking unique. Buy a fancy hat. But that like, like I Overwatch. I don't I don't feel that. 
you know if I'm buying cosmetics I don't feel like I'm being robbed yeah and I don't f- I, I genuinely I buy cosmetics because I like I like like making my characters look like that and it doesn't make you better than anyone else in the game like. no it's but it does make you feel smug yeah. so you know <laughs> there, there is a limit but it's an investment based on your attraction to the product rather than enhancing yeah it's basically yeah. like I'm not going to be able to you know go into PvP and absolutely destroy people because I've got a really shiny hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might get distracted by it and then you kill them. But you know. yeah, that happened in a few games, wasn't it? There's <laughs> funny enough. Okay, in Elder Scrolls Online when it was released, there there's a there was a costume that you could equip called like Calopian Essence or something like that. Basically, it turned into a, a swarm of flies, relatively speaking. And mm. you know, Elder Scrolls Online immediately realized. That this is very bad for uh, online for PvP. So they they Why, do people know as a person or what? No, yeah, because you couldn't you can't see yeah. people when they when they have this form on. Like you, can, <laughs> you, can, flies. you just see you, and from a distance, like the low distance on the flies would be would be much worse. So you just see this group of flies and you, and you don't think about it. So it's just a full on like a predator. It's kind of there, but it's not there. Yeah, at the same time. yeah, yeah. So they got rid of like they they got, <laughs> cannot be used in um, in Cyrodiil or battlegrounds, but. Uh, like <laughs> too ridiculous. Like, Player knows battlegrounds. They, they, they have battlegrounds in um in Elder Scrolls Online. Pretty close. Doesn't get wars on. No. Um. So basically, it's just four v four v four. So well, Cyrodiil is basically one giant. They, they have a battle royale mode in Elder Scrolls Online. No, no. they have three armies fighting each other. Like they have <laughs> like I don't know what the I don't know what the server limit is like two hundred plus people on each team fighting each other. So you have okay. six hundred people on a map. Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably completely wrong there, but you've got like six hundred people on a map fighting each other. Now, coordinating those six hundred people to attack a base is next to impossible. This is reminding me of do you remember the mag days? No mag. mag? Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember mag. I came out and wanted to buy it, but I never got a chance. The, to get the it. main draw of mag is that it was two hundred and fifty six yeah. players on one map. In a free for all was it, or was it team matches? Or it was the. It was for example, you would have two sides. And why was it two hundred and fifty six? That's the real question. Because another game of 255. <laughs> they wanted to be the best. No, there's like a turnover on the old on the old consoles. Remember the arcade games? When you got to level 256 in Pac-Man, you'd, you'd, get, you'd get the half screen. <laughs> yeah, there's um, some games when you're like very early on, whenever you got to like higher numbers, eventually just wouldn't show the number and you wouldn't know when, really, the, yeah. when yeah. the game would finish. Yeah, because games, uh, like really old arcade games, they used to just loop. Or um, yeah. and if they didn't loop, was it because they had two hundred and fifty six megabytes of data in them? That was the size of them, or it was two hundred fifty six kilobytes. There are games that there's a game. It's it's really annoying. I can't remember. It's something they're a barbarian. I think it's called Eric the Barbarian. On the screen, there's a, a barrier in the middle, but he didn't know how to like uh, how do I? I don't have enough space to code a barrier, like a physical barrier. Yeah. So literally, while you're playing the game, the barrier in the middle is the code. It reads as the code. So you see the physical code while you're playing the game. Because he didn't want to have to put it in Mm. to be like, oh, this is how the character looks or how the wall looks. It's that if I just have it as the code, then that will use less code because I'm literally just putting the code on screen. Yeah, to block it. So you're able to play this game and the code is just in the middle of the screen. But it's slightly blurry and it's all over the place, so you don't really recognize it as code. It which feels is really, really cool. Really meta, kind of. It's cool. It's a really cool idea that he just decided that, well, I have to have a barrier, and if I want to save space and also get more into the game in other parts, yeah. I'm just going to use the code itself, which is a really nice idea for it. 
Well, um, Shadow of War actually, before you go on, Shadow of War actually still has its loot boxes. Mm. But they're in-game currency loot boxes now. Yeah. So you can, and they're very easy to actually earn as well, and they're very, they're very rewarding as well. Like you can also, like in fairness, you can also get weapons in them that are legendary weapons and stuff like that. So that might be an appeal. But you can get all those in the game as well. Like I said, so if there's no, there's nothing that is locked behind a paywall like yeah, there yeah. was in Battlefront. You can achieve it otherwise. Because I remember a guy didn't, a, a guy didn't like a, a video on Battlefront Two where he said basically how long he mathematically he did how long it would take you just to get like up all your skills and how much money or in-game credits you'd have to spend and it was astronomical uh, three I, years I, I, I believe it was like 2,000 hours over yeah and <laughs> like it was it was absolutely astronomical and the crafting parts you'd need to actually upgrade each single thing like it would have taken you like 2,000 hours <laughs> it would have taken you years it was realistically yeah. time. and how much could you get past this with you could like with the thing with the with the boxes basically yeah. you, you could for all you know you could end up getting like a blue star card and then there you go you yeah. literally just chopped your time like by about 30 hours and like even then you're still getting credits that credits that could be spent on um you know on heroes and stuff like that and those credits you just you weren't getting given enough from the end of the actual end of the missions or mm. anything like that so it was very, very frustrating to see people walking around with amazing weapons and amazing stuff and you there with your one blaster hoping to God you don't get killed because you want to play as a hero. <laughs> and uh, like, But then somebody, you know, drops a grenade with, you know, plus 20% explosion yeah. damage from a star card. And you f- yeah. Like, you f- but the funny thing is the, the actual... Thank you. <laughs> the actual gameplay in that, in that game was reasonably good. Like... Yeah. The heroes in that game were quite rewarding because yeah. you you just cool. you gradually just had to build up to earn your hero so even if you weren't the best player in the world if you just saved up your points mm. by the end of the game you'd probably get a hero unless your the other team was yeah. exceptionally good which is fair enough like but in Battlefront 1 for the uh, for the PS4 basically you just had to spawn and camp at little spots where the hero card might spawn and there could only be one hero on the map at a time. Like I had done I had done missions in Battlefront 2 where there have been three, maybe four heroes on the map fighting each other. Yeah. And it's terrifying if you're a stormtrooper. Because <laughs> you're just so. you're just like, I don't I don't want to get involved in that. <laughs> I, I, you I, see it's just expendable as the movies right now. Like you just you see Darth Maul zipping by you and you're like, no man, no man. <laughs> no man. <laughs> Oh my god, it's real. They really can't shoot anything. <laughs> like, yeah, your aim just goes everywhere. <laughs> but uh, this is why. <laughs> so in the movies, they're shitting themselves. Yeah, they are genuinely shitting themselves. And the funny thing is, like, you can get mini heroes, which no, they're not just shorter heroes. But no. They're they're actually like they're a special they're special forces. Like the rebels have wo- they, the rebels have Wookies, which they're pretty tough guys. They're mm. actually pretty tough, so they're pretty cool to actually play as them, and they're pretty rewarding to play as them as well because they have a very powerful. But they are weapon. short. They're Ewoks. Oh, okay, no mind. He uh, Dave does not know. I haven't seen any Star Wars films. Dave's never watched Star Wars. I'll watch them eventually. I'll watch them and do a review. But anyway, my my it, point is my, Yoda, mini hero. Of course, he's, he's a very short hero. <laughs> but my point in all this is. Battlefront 2, to a certain degree, is a very good game. It's just, it's lacking in content. The single player of it is actually 
It's quite. It's a reasonably good story. Too short though. It's like four, four or five hours. Yeah, it's too short. Mm-hmm. It's far too short for a single player game. It doesn't really let you like Battlefront Two for the PlayStation Two is iconic. We all we can all, like you won't know, but I haven't it, played it. it is actually I, iconic. I played the land parties of that. It is iconic. Like seven years after it came out. Yeah. <laughs> it, like I had a PS3 the, and I was playing it on PS3. It came awfully seven years later. It, no, it's one of those games, it, it's just iconic, absolutely iconic. If they just use that format, you know, the single player story that tells the story mm. of a trooper or of a rebel soldier, and just use that format and also just, uh, you know, kind of made things broader giving you like a galaxy map yeah. where you could go from map to map even let you plan your actual your actual missions like space battles now for some reason I have this weird skill in Battlefront 2 I'm exceptionally good at space battles for some reason don't know why yeah. don't know why I'm really, good. I'm really good at piloting in that game and I would have loved to be able to pilot my ship and land on another person's ship Yeah, because you can't actually do that in Battlefront 2 for the PS2 and it was so much fun. I used to have endless hours of fun actually just landing on other people's ships. As far as I could remember from playing <laughs> Battlefront 2, um, the one on PS2 and this new one, Battlefront 2, it seems like the main draw of the first game was just Wait, lost. they're both called Battlefront 2? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're both, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I thought Battlefront was the Star Wars one. Yeah, and... Well, Battlefield is Battlefield is okay. is Battlefield. Battlefield, Battlefield is, is, is they're both they're both dice, so you, it's easy to get confused. Yeah, same engine, Frostbite. Yeah, very 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 pretty engine. So, did you say there's a Battlefront yeah. two on PS two? There is a Battlefront two on PS two, and there's a Battlefront one on PS two as well. Okay, they, these are made years ago. Yeah, obviously. Okay, um, but it seems like the real kind of draw of these games, at least when I was playing the like the first ones, and I think I also played a little bit of Battlefront one. The main draw was thinking that I'm going to get a hero. And it sounds like with the new game that I'm not going to get a hero unless I get more points by playing more of the game. If you have the money, you'll get a hero. Because <laughs> they're locking all of the roster. It's, you know, starting a game and then feeling like, oh, I've done locked they, well, they didn't, the Well, they didn't lock all of the roster, but they did lock a lot of it. A but lot they, of the attractive ones. Some of the things they did that were quite, quite reasonable, and I understand them, you know, certain heroes on certain maps cost more than other heroes. As in, in the, in the your in-game in battle points that you turn up like summoning Darth Maul to fight with the first order costs more than summoning Kylo Ren which you know that makes sense that doesn't it yeah it does that's that's fair enough but then you know there were were some really cool things in Battlefront 2 for the PS2 that you know they didn't really implement like if you got kill streaks in Battlefront 2 you started getting damage buffs you if you earned over 6 like say just hypothetically over 60 points in in a match you know, you become a war hero. And yeah. as a war hero, you did increased damage and you took less damage. So the better you did, the better you got. But then there was, and like all these buffs started adding up, like you get a special pistol that you could use. Now, obviously Battlefront 2 for the PS4 has different weapons and everything like that. Mm. But it was really cool to see that like anything, any sort of work you, you did, you actually got rewarded for it. No, some of the stuff also like messes with the cannon, which um, Disney have been pretty... They've been pretty like, intimidating about where they don't want people messing with their cannon, which is one of the reasons why um, different maps, because I heard about that, and they have released, or at least the people in charge of the game have said in interviews, like, oh, it's, they we can't mess with the cannon too so the much. The whole game is That's, in Canada. Yeah. Is it? Okay. The game is canon, which is why <laughs> oh. on, on like certain maps and stuff like that, like things that shouldn't be happening will not happen just because Disney are just like... We're gonna make it really difficult for you to happen because okay. you should but know that this shouldn't happen. That yeah. being said, like 
That, it's that's re- why decisions like that were put into the game. It's really unfortunate that EA have exclusive rights. EA and DICE have exclusive rights. For the to, moment! Yeah. Why? Will they be changing? They, <laughs> well, did you... With, with the, Battlefront 2! With the... Look, with the with the issues that Battlefront 2 has had... The microtransactions were a big... Like, a, yeah, Disney, a Disney... PR. Disney are... Understandable. Disney are big on family and big on being... Big on being seen as this lovable giant. Yeah. And imagine... Brand friendly. Imagine the lo- a lovable giant and his abusive wife EA <laughs> he is, he is um, Disney and the Star Wars brand and also the films are now being kind of attributed as canon yeah. and as a part of this kind of a very greedy and money hungry mm. <laughs> yeah release yeah. who um, owns the comics was Disney on the comics Disney owns everything Disney yeah. owns everything yeah, yeah. Sponsored by no. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, Disney, Disney actually own. Yeah, they own. They, they're starting to become basically everyone's childhood. I wouldn't be surprised if one day Disney owns Tolkien. <laughs> you know, <like>. <laughs> grave of Tolkien. Yeah, his, his <laughs> grave. His grave. No. Sponsored by Disney. Yeah, one day. Engraved. One hundred years ago. <laughs> one day. One day. Uh, Tolkien. Tolkien will be will be uh, all. All belonging to. Uh, Disney, mm. but anyway, microtransactions better be dead because none of us care for them. No, well, they are in Fortnite, aren't they? Um, well, they are, but they're all cosmetic. Yeah. It doesn't help you in the that, game. That whatsoever. seems to be the main like um, cosmetic. Push. The main push because the one the game that really got this was um, Overwatch and sort of the mainstream, mm. where every other game had microtransactions, and then Overwatch is no, we're just gonna keep it as just cosmetics, and they release nothing else that no gear, anything, nothing changes except the look of your characters. Yeah, mm. that's and that's, be, that's the only thing they change. If someone wants to get clothes, they get them. And so, that. if they have new updates for new characters, new maps, stuff like that, they release that as a free update. The also the other thing that people are are very upset about is the fact that you're not actually getting what you want, so you're actually getting a random box. Yeah, that could literally, in games like um, I know I'm talking about so much Battlefront two. You could get the same item multiple times. Now, if you get that item again, you get you get a small stipe in the credits that's mm. nowhere near worth it, mm. which is just unfortunate. But like, when it comes to cosmetics and things like that, you know, I just think you should be able to just buy the cosmetic and be happy with that. Exactly. Like I appreciate, like I I appreciate that you know, you want to give a bit of fun to it and get people coming back to see if they can get something super rare or something like that. But it's just gambling. It's yeah. pure and si- like. But it's, that's how they make their money. Gambling it, works. It's pure and simple gambling. Like you can't, you can't seriously justify asking sixteen-year-old kids to spend. Actually, I'll tell you a story of a friend, and I won't name him because uh, you know, being polite. But of a friend who his younger brother actually got a hold of their parents' credit card. Yeah. And on FIFA, he spent six hundred euro on, uh, on packs. On, on packs. And did he now, get what he was looking for? I don't know. Yeah. But the point is, he spent, he now he spent six hundred euro, what and then the parents, uh, the parent uh, basically said, no, 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 listen, listen, my son, it's, uh, it's my son, he's underage, so like you have to take this back because yeah. I can't afford to pay six hundred euro for a video game. Yeah. So they actually fought with, uh, I think it was with Xbox Live, and Xbox Live, you know, gave, gave her the refund. Okay. Now I don't know, I don't know anything else about that story. But did uh, they take the packs back? Or yeah, I don't think you can. Yeah. But uh, like, the, what are the odds of people actually like these these things just happen? I think they might have just deactivate his account. Okay. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Or for like a certain amount of time, but 
like it's scary how it's easy that. it's scary how easy it is to fall down the rabbit mm. hole you know how, are you texting no um, I'm looking it up because I know that recently it has actually become they are being investigated and there are going to be fines of up to a million which is like basically fucking nothing EA yeah. but there are going to be fines for several companies some of them being Overwatch um, FIFA 17 one of them which was actually um, not in it anymore because they've said I can't remember what the conditions were but they've said that Battlefront 2 is not considered gambling and it's annoying that I can't remember off the top of my head because that was the main kind of perpetrator yeah. of all yeah, of this yeah but isn't, isn't it because Battlefront 2 actually probably stopped it as well you know they well they, no other they, games they lessened it yeah no no other games disabled their microtransactions yeah. uh, Shadow of War stopped it from becoming a thing that you can pay for it. They said you can pay for microtransactions eventually in Shadow of War which they said like five months after release this is said a few weeks ago mm. that um, they've decided just to get rid of it and it's obviously they're doing it out of you know courtesy to their fans because it means that in the longevity they will think like if the next Shadow game comes out or, I'm not buying that game because that's just going to be microtransactions yeah this will give them some kind of good faith yeah but you know Warner Brothers have always been good like again with like Batman stuff like that you know Batman yeah. Batman they, they did a really good job on Batman you know so I've always like I have, I have a good bit of faith in Warner Brothers anyway don't have faith in EA no one does like uh, let, let's just to describe EA in one one little story mm. EA were voted the most evil company <laughs> in they, the world. They, they were also voted the worst place to work. <laughs> so they were voted the most evil company in the world. Is this of 2018 or ever? Um, they, I know that... <laughs> in, it was like a few years Because there's been worse companies. I, I, think, I think it's been true that in, in America, they were voted for four years running or three years running. Yeah. The worst place to work. Really? No, no let, let, me, let me just finish the point. So they were voted the most evil company in the world, and the reply was brilliant. <laughs> what was it? They said, we don't care. <laughs> Simple, short, to Official the point. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. They, we, yeah, they just said, we don't care. They're wrong, like... That was just like their head of marketing. Do they, That's a terrible statement. Do they not care that they're evil or do they not care about that person's opinion? We don't care what you think. <laughs> or we don't care that we're evil. Fight me, bitch. Like, that is it's just baffling. Come, come out to the parking lot, stand the I'll show you. They, no. they're such... They even had their own because they didn't want to sell their games to Steam. So they they really? made their they made their own thing called Origin. And now how I don't I don't know how it's doing because I use Steam. Yeah, I only know about Steam. <laughs> exactly, Origin. Like so many good games, there's so many good games that are under the EA umbrella. Like Mass Effect is under it, uh, and I have a feeling they cocked that up to some degree in some way. They they had some hand in that. Uh, they've got Sims as well, yeah, which is massive. So like it's just it's just I hate EA so much. Do you know that, you know, with E3, which is also kind of dating this, that E3 is in about a month. Yeah. Um, it starts in June 9th, but at the same time, EA have EA Plays, where... Is that their own E3? <laughs> E3? E3. Last year, or I think it was two years ago, they announced it two years ago, but last year was the first year where they decided that we're just going to have our own event. I, th I can't remember the reason why I think yeah. it's that they just want, said that oh there is enough space we're competing with everybody else so what if we just have our own event we're special we deserve more so they kind of like they're allowed to have as much space as they want now yeah. on the other side of 
the city, which means that, let's say, I don't know, the press or people who want to review your games mm. or your releases, they're at E3. Wait, it's the same day. No, yeah, there's the, running, <laughs> no, they're running at the same time, which means that, okay. let's say, oh, I want to go see a game um, yeah. that this person has at 11 o'clock, um, Bethesda are yeah. going to be showing their releases. Like, of course I want to see the Bethesda thing. Oh, EA also have an, a thing at like 1 o'clock. So it's, I have to see the Bethesda thing and then get to the other side of the city yeah. to see the EA plays, and that's, which means that it basically segmented the press yeah. and it's the media like who was calling you. Brat. Having their birthday the same day as like three other people as grad birthdays. as grad night yeah exactly like, yeah it also meant that like last year there's a lot of like, ill faith they had just had a lot of ill faith um, because they stay at E E three unless there's a big enough thing that they're yeah. kind of teasing that the press knows about yeah they kind of say we're gonna announce this game <laughs> yeah like during and they'll probably get leaked anyway like so. during judges week which is like a month before they show a lot of people like at the head of certain sites that mm. keep everything straight but we're gonna show you this is gonna be at E3 it's gonna be playable we're gonna let you see it before you put it on the ground and it meant and it means that a lot of maybe this year they might get more people because it's slightly closer but at the yeah. same time they're still doing it why? <laughs> because they're EA yeah. they don't learn from their mistakes they're but like Peter Molyneux there's a better <laughs> no it isn't that he didn't learn from his mistakes it's that we never learned to stop listening to him yeah. he has <laughs> such a calming soothing voice <laughs> and he promised us the world <laughs> and he gave us well, he didn't even give us Milo <laughs> in the end Milo for connect oh, um, you don't, I don't know no, here's don't a piece know. of paper Milo Thank you. Um, Peter Molyneux is the biggest con, one of the biggest con artists. <laughs> okay. Well, in the sounds like a nice guy. He's a fucking con artist because what he's been doing for twenty years is yeah. single-handedly raising up hyping games for an entire studio line, line studio. They're gone now, aren't they? <laughs> They're con artist. They, I think actually, yeah, they are yeah. gone. And there's also there's going to be a new Fable game. Oh, great. Uh, not by them. Yeah. It's tasked with a new uh, British studio, not Lionhead, because <laughs> do not put it back in his hands. Um, but basically, what the Fable games, which yeah. you probably I played know, the first Fable game. Yeah, uh, he promised so much for that game. Yeah, he promised so much for most games. Yeah. Yes, Peter Molyneux, <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> tell us, please. We want to trust you. Your voice—it's so soothing. It was stuff like even with Fable Three, or it was Fable Two actually, where yeah. he said, "You will kill a man." And his son will track you down in the next generation and attack you. Or you will hit an apple. It will fall from a tree. and A, a then, tree will grow there. And 20 years later, you'll come back to that spot in game. Yeah. And that tree will be so there. So does he make these promises and then hope to keep them and they just can't? Or? He, he Basically, <laughs> what, I think happens, what I think happens is he sits in on one meeting at the start, the conceptual meeting for the yeah. game. And then leaves and goes tell it, tells everyone about all these things that are going to be in the game. And over time changes. When what he doesn't realise is that the devs who are actually going to develop in the game, these are all lovely ideas, but they don't know how to implement them. And that's not their fault. You know, mm. it's not their fault. There's only a certain limit to the amount of stuff you can actually put into a game. Yeah. But Peter doesn't know that. <laughs> he <laughs> goes and tells everyone this, this everything. The thing where like the hype and PR and marketing is that he's had plenty of training, but for some reason that it's just not happening. Yeah. There is the opposite example of this were Hello Games, mm -hmm. um, who released No Man's Sky in 2016 when it came mm -hmm. out. When that released, of course, there was like a lot of hype because there's the idea that whatever you do, nobody else had the same idea yeah. because there's 18 quintillion different plants that are all unique. But people are generated. 
No, the problem was that you would go into places and they would show like in the demo that they showed in E3 in like 2014. Mm. It showed you come out to this like vista and you're exploring this planet and it looks like there's deer running across, like alien deer yeah. that are really well designed. And there's like these giant like... Um, Giraffes. Brach- Brachiosauruses <laughs> and giraffes that look amazing. Yeah. And they're all flying overhead and look so dense and rich. Yeah. <laughs> Every planet should be different like and this. I remember looking up the interviews of these people talking about the tech mm. of this game that's on a really interesting the idea that everything is precisely generated but it's in a new way for example that the organs of the throat are constructed in a different way so vocally the computer is coming up with different ways to have little tiny differences in the musculature of their throats so it means that when they make noises different noises each time Mm. And the computer like randomizes all this. The game comes out, and it's one of my favorite videos. Also, that makes fun yeah. of this. That is the Jurassic. Look up Jurassic Park No Man's Sky. Okay. And you see the 2014 E3 demo, mm. and it's this vista rich of all these animals and floral everywhere. And then the 2016 release, and it just shows what looks like a T-Rex head on top of um, a standing platypus <laughs> with like a beaver tail. Yeah. And then also, the, it's standing upright. <laughs> it's it's standing on two legs. Yeah. And the front, the front, like the, the, the hooves of a horse. Yeah. The hooves of the horse with this thing walking on two legs. It didn't generate well. <laughs> and it just walks around, like, just hopping from side to side. <laughs> so fucking doofy. Yeah. Um, this game was a huge bummer and it's also you there are compilations of this dude straight up lying saying there's going to be multiplayer no. they've also said like in a few months multiplayer will be added this also is two and a half years after <laughs> the game was released but they said at launch you so, can play multiplayer you can out. have space battles I don't think combat is a thing yet um, do you know the funny thing against pirates no, no the funny thing the funny thing is like people they, they actually said you know oh and you'll be able to run into your friends but the but the chan- you'll be able to run into other people, but the chances are very low, guys, because you know there's quintillion stars, and then someone actually did it, tried to do it, tried to run into someone. Yeah. They're both on the same planet. Yeah. Nope. They're both in the exact same place, and neither could see each other. So. Yeah. No, actually, you you can't actually see another person. Yeah. Um. They are they are going to be issuing multiplayer in a few months. They have said that, and they have like, them. they have updated the game. It is not the game they promised at launch. They are still trying to make the game, though. It's still yeah. two years after launch, which is well done to them. They were successful enough for this. But the problem is that they released this as a full game. They charged it as a full yeah. game. They should have waited two years. Early access. Yeah. And it was not even a core of the game that they said it was. Yeah. It was basically just a procedural game where every planet looks the same, and you go through the same ringer where all, all you're doing is you start on the planet... You build up your base, you're able to build bases, and then you move on to the next one, and you can't actually get back to the one you've been at. Like, it's very difficult yeah. to find it, and there have been people who have tried, and you might be able to go back to the last planet, but there's no way of tracking where you were. How so you have to remember. How long does it take to get from one planet to another? It depends, but usually about like three to five minutes. Okay. Or you, by the way, you have to sit there and wait when it goes to each planet. So wait, it's do, you not, do you not fly to each planet? You, you fly do. to each planet, but the spaceship, as it's going there, it's kind of like... Okay. It's like an elevator. Yeah. Imagine an el- a real-time... That's basically el- the, the the loading screen of the game, where it's loading this new planet. It's, yeah. it's a real-time elevator of you just... But, like, well, can you like, control your flying? Like, or is it you just, can get out of it and start yeah. flying around, but once okay. you go into hyperspeed, you're kind of locked into that straight It just reminds me of Elite Dangerous. God, I love that game. I have only played the tutorial. I've not heard of it. It's basically, it's a really nice space simulator. 
Like you can do almost you can do almost anything in it. Like it's it's come it's come leaps and bounds from where it was. I don't know if it's still in early access. I think it's been released because it's on the it's on consoles now. But uh, basically, like you can literally any reasonable job you can think of, you can take it up in yeah. uh, in the. So you can become a spice trader. You can start, <laughs> you can sell tea. You spice can, trader. You, yeah. You can become Han Solo. Yeah. Spice trader. Wink, wink. Yeah. So you can become a spice trader. You can, uh, you know, you can carry slaves. You know, <laughs> yeah. you can transport slaves. You, you, you can come. What I scratch your nose? I just said carry slaves. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I uh, I'm a bounty hunter, and you know they're the kind of people that I like to track down. Ah, so yeah. you're, uh, you're a good person. Then. Well, no, I'm not really good. I just I just like the you money. Get the bad people. I get I get paid a lot of money for killing people. But you feel good about it. Oh yeah, they're good. Oh yeah, and like combat in that game is quite difficult. As Gary will tell you from only playing five minutes of it. I, I also just play with a mouse, which is apparently not the optimal way to use this no, game. No, you need to use a gamepad. But yeah, Elite Dangerous is actually, like, it's one of those games that literally you could spend hours just doing anything. I, personally, I, you could literally spend hours doing literally, anything. Literally. I, uh, I, I decided, literally. I decided to purchase, literally. uh, yeah. Literally. 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 The Lich King rises. The Lich King rises. Hitler was right. <laughs> I'd like to say he wasn't right and we don't condemn that talk on the podcast. That's a throwback to Gary. Sorry, the, the, uh, that was a vocal exercise I like doing when people are in the room. <laughs> Especially strangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved especially pretending like someone was there like being like a vocal booth or whatever and just be like Sarah will be attacked soon sorry what was that? <laughs> nothing Sarah don't worry <laughs> Sarah will be okay right Sarah, Sarah was not attacked she'll be okay we don't even know Sarah but if we did she'd be okay anyway. what was it? was about um, really dangerous so combat I purchased a uh an explorer ship basically a ship that's really good at exploring so you can kit it out whoa I guess that you can kit it out <laughs> fucking hell you can kit it out so that you get a good you can get a good hyperspace jump and I decided I was going to find myself a black hole did you find a black hole? I did how'd that go for you? kind of jokes <laughs> it nearly killed me <laughs> And if you die in that game, the insurance will screw you. Wow, you have insurance? Yeah. <laughs> How real is this game? It's the, very real. Like, now, they're very, very... I do not like their uh, micro, microtransactions in that oh, game. Because they're very expensive. Yeah. So I, I actually haven't bought any of them for their cosmetics. I think I know the title of this, this first one. Yeah, <laughs> microtransactions. <laughs> it's looping. But I bought this ship and I got caught in the gravity well of a black hole and I had to somehow turn myself around and get out of there before it killed me. And you did? And I did. Well done. I made it back. So is you fought off a black hole? It took me three weeks to get there. <laughs> real oh, sorry, time. three weeks. Yeah, real, real time. time? Okay. Three weeks there and back. Oh, my God. And that's putting in four hours a day. So is your insurance affected at all? Yeah, the, the more, the better your ship, the yeah. more your insurance. Like, say if you were to start off with the first ship with a Sidewinder, your insurance your insurance I think it's like 10% of your, the cost of your ship yeah so if you have a ship that's running at like 500 million credits like you're paying 50 million if you die yeah and that's that's a lot of money it's a fair amount like Gary hasn't even seen close to that much money you've, you've seen like oh, 8,000 8, credits um, I haven't seen any because I haven't started the campaign 
There's no campaign. I haven't started the game. I've just started tutorials. Although there is, there is actually. I have flown a ship. That's you, it. You yeah. can actually make your own kind of campaign. You can basically go. My my objective is to join. You can role play. My objective is to join the federation. There is a federation, and my objective is to join the federation and uh, and basically wage war on the empire. Or you can join the alliance and you know just become a traitor and you know. Trace there's there's like four factions in it really there's the independents which are just independents obviously they're just independent star systems there's the alliance which is a conglomerate of star systems that are loosely affiliated like the European Union basically okay there's the federation which is basically like America you know it's, yeah. it's like the, all these states but it's a militaristic kind of place then there's the empire which I suppose if you're gonna if you're gonna call it anything it'd be like the British Empire mm. Now they deal in slaves, so maybe not. Maybe not. So is this an actual place, or is these just classes you can be part of? Oh no, these are all just these are all just factions that are there. Like yeah. you, you don't have to, like you're you're actually part of the I think all the pilots federation. Okay. Well, that's not really they're they're independent, so and they're basically independent. every every pilot decides what what who they want to join, and you can change your mind at any time. It's so romantic. Yeah, isn't it just? But uh, it's a really fun game for um. Even if you're the kind of person that doesn't really like conflict in games, like some people just don't really appreciate. No, some people don't yeah. like. Some people don't like getting shot at. Those are the people that play GTA and just drive around. Yeah. Yeah. In this game, they'd absolutely love it because you can literally you can go into an asteroid belt and just mine for a while, refine some materials, sell the gold, and uh, make some credits. You can do stuff like that, and you can also get a friend to come and help you and protect you. So you could hire Gary could hire me to protect him, yeah. and uh, I'd kill anyone that tried to touch Gary. Are you gonna start playing this game just like you have? I kind of want to play it as well. It seems it's, interesting, uh, but it's a really you can, you can be um, you can be on. I'll be Kevin Costner. No, you can be Kevin Costner, and I will be. I've forgotten her name. Sandra Bullock. Is it Sandra Bullock? No, I just. Oh my God, it, it was it Winnie Houston. Winnie Houston, the, the, the bodyguard with Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. You can yeah. protect my body. Well, I'll, I'll protect your ship. But uh, what if I'm in your ship? Why would can you we be? Why, yeah, we can. Bunk beds. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you could say you could take on any role that I wanted. I, I want to be little brother. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you can be you can be in my ship, but I have to buy like a decent ship because only certain ships have two cockpits. And if you are in my ship, you're going to be in charge of something. You're gonna be in charge of my weapons, dude. So I'll I'll do the piloting and I'll I'll be in charge of certain weapons. But any weapons that are turreted, you'll yes. actually have control of them. Are they insured? Yeah, everything's insured. Good. <laughs> Everything has insurance, David. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anything attached to my ship has insurance. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hopefully, we won't die because I'd really appreciate it if I did not die because I don't like dying because it's very expensive. I'll protect you when I am playing. If you are playing, but uh, if I ever play. It's a very fun game. It's a very fun game to just. I, I personally, I generally only play it in solo mode mm -hmm. because um, you, you can get some griefers, people that literally just ram right into you and try and murder you just to steal some cargo from you. <laughs> no, people, people like there are people who I have net worth. I'd say I have about two hundred and fifty million credits yeah. net worth. There are people in the billions and yeah. and millions who have ships that are three times the size of mine. Three times the guns of mine, three times the armor of mine, and if one of those guys tries to attack me, I'll kick their ass. Yeah, I did that. Then. No, because I actually I, I purchased a ship called the Ferdelance, which is basically the best bounty hunting ship. It's small, it's incredibly well armed, 
and it's very hard to hit. But is it the best surviving ship? Best surviving yeah. ship. Best surviving ship would probably be the Python, which is like the Further Lance, but it has more space inside it and it doesn't have as good maneuverability. Mm. But if you want, if you wanted to just like survive, like if you just didn't want to die, yeah, then don't get into fights. Suppose what if they're <laughs> there? We you don't have a choice on us. Yeah, well, if someone, because you, you can actually like you can, I suppose, uh, hijack people or. I don't know how to... You can interdict people. It's called interdiction. Where basically someone's hyperspacing through a solar system or they call it supercruise. Mm. Supercruising through a solar system and you can interdict them where basically you knock them out of superspace yeah. or hyperspace and you try to mug them basically. So you, you knock them out of hyperspace, you point all your guns at them and you know you give them about 10 seconds and if they don't drop loads of cargo, you blast them into living hell and then take what's left from their body. So, not like if you do kill someone that way, you won't yeah. get everything you originally wanted. But if someone just gives you the stuff, like it's easier for the pirate if they just give them the stuff. Easier for both people. It is, yeah. It's easier for both sides. But what you can do is if someone is trying to interdict you, you can just lower your throttle down and let it happen, and it'll happen your cooldown so you can escape much quicker. What I like to do is if someone tries to, you know, mug me mm. I'll slow down <laughs> I'll let it happen and then I'll kill them because <laughs> you know some people it's don't it's like the actual time you got mugged yeah so when they the yeah that was a scary time yeah it was a very scary time Colin tell us the story of the time you got mugged so I was walking home from um, the Cuckoo's Nest in Tala no one knows where that is but anyway, it doesn't matter popular hangout joint to all the kids no it's not in any way I was doing I was doing uh, I was doing sound on a uh, on a, uh, an academy show and I got the bus from town back home and I was walking by a park and I saw this guy cycle by me really interesting stuff you know I was like okay that's weird got a bit, got a bit paranoid oh, like those are rare now though. yeah <laughs> guy, guy cycle by me I was like oh that's weird but the weirdest thing was he stopped and f he stopped about 200 meters ahead of me mm. and you know turned his bike sideways to block the path and I was like that's weird maybe he's waiting for someone so I took my I took my headphones off or I just put one behind my ear yeah. so I could hear I hear this guy jogging up behind me and I'm like that's that's weird so I turn around to look at this guy and as I'm turning around I see a guy with a brick about to hit me in the face with a brick. it's not a sight you really want to see no it's not a sight you really want to see so as I'm turning around I bring my arm around and God, I... you pointed at him and shouted caught <laughs> no no that I, didn't happen no I, uh, I brought my arm around and I smacked him in the face and the rest was entirely up to him. Mm. He he tripped back, dropped the brick on his head, <laughs> and I jogged off, and his friend cycled off. And I got home and told the group chat. I just remember getting a message for you. I was like, almost got mugged, he had a brick, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in shock. Yeah, understandably. I'm not in shock, you know. I, I, you I, would be in shock. I was then. like, speaking in short sentences. I was, yes. <laughs> I was typing in short sentences. Yeah. Interesting. Even more shock. Yeah. It was very difficult to type, actually. Very hard to type when your hands are shaking. And you just punched someone. I didn't really punch him. I backhanded him. <laughs> well, you hit him. Yeah. Take that bitch. I yeah. saw you. But he, uh, he, like, that was, that was he a had a rock, but you used paper against him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He covered him. And he, he dropped the rock in his, his own head. His friend was running That brick is still there. Yeah. I think. Is it? Yeah. Is the bike still there? They don't really no. use it. Yeah. Would fingerprints track on a brick? Would track on a brick? No, they wouldn't. No. 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 
That's nature's best weapon. My point is, <laughs> my point is that if you're gonna if you're gonna in any way play elite dangerous, know your role. Don't use a break. <laughs> know know your role, because if you're if you're going around in the cargo ship and you try and mug someone, mm. they're gonna kill you. Slap them in the face. Be the bike guy. Yeah, stand at a distance. Stand at a distance, wait till the other guy gets fucked up or does not get yeah. fucked up. They go for a little cycle. Whether he's the fucky or the fucker. Yeah. And then <laughs> run away if anything goes south. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much how it happened. Be the bike guy. I didn't I didn't even run like the end of it, I didn't even run away, I just jogged away. Really? I didn't even like I wasn't like I, I I must have looked like a troll because it's well, going through your head. You're like, oh shit! Turn around, right, wind. I'm going. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. guys. Time to leave now. Oh, yeah. see you tomorrow. Good <laughs> yeah. uh, next time. I better leave. Bye, Dad. <laughs> yes. I need more water. You're actually good. Um, do, back to microtransactions. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, back to this. I'm so actually going to go all the way back to <laughs> the uh, first ever game. First I'm actually going to mention what you um, because one of the main reasons that they say that the microtransaction I actually don't want to mention this as a side thing as a side thing a lot of people have said that the main reason why they think these are really bad is the attractiveness of opening a loot box because it's satisfying it's been attributed to Vegas it's, where it's just like the payout just like I got it and it opens and there's a huge animation of like boom, fireworks and all and confetti fly down oh so you mean the attractiveness of it is the gambling yeah yeah the gambling that you <laughs> no, not just the that's gambling, mentioned earlier not just the gambling but this sense of the satisfaction you have from you open it and you feel really cool from opening this even if it's bad that's kind of like gambling kind of yeah yeah it is kind of, <laughs> it's like the, the same thing where you're at a slot machine and you like pull down arms and, and you see the things like going yeah. and then and then all the coins fly out there's all noise if you that, win <laughs> these noises are for audio listeners but they're, well, they're not for anyone else it's only audio <laughs> but it, it's all of this like noise and fireworks and everything going on all the visuals and the, and the audio 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 effects mm. Just being it very satisfying. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. being very satisfying. Exactly. Yeah. Classic Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I'm going to mention one thing, which is how we opened this. We never actually went back to the original one, which is that the rumor of Division Two coming out. <laughs> so we're we're going. You, you could have just you could have ended it nicely there, and then just talked about Division Two later on. But no, you decided to just try ham fist it in at the end. I really need to go to the toilet, so I think like we should close it up there. Yeah. Don't close it there? Yeah, that's that's what yeah. we were going to do. We'll close it up there. And this is all going to be cut, because... Uh, oh, hopefully. That was... Okay, so I think we already have our titles. It's going to be microtransactions. Yeah, yeah clearly. It <laughs> 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 might be good for us. How long did I rant about microtransactions for? Um, How long was minutes. It? So, the whole thing, pretty much. So, we've got about, like, 45 minutes of... Talking. Quality me giving out <laughs> too much, yeah. And elite dangerous. And you said I didn't have a topic. <laughs> you rip off everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Why? Did you have a topic on microtransactions? I don't have a topic on microtransactions. There you go. That's it. Thank <laughs> you for listening. <laughs>